0: What's baptism with water? So if you don't know, this is what we talked about last week. Baptism with, of, with water is when someone, you know, so say we had a, a tank up here filled with water. Someone would come up and we would do, bloop, dip them underwater and pull them up again. And what it represents is the old version of them is dipped under, bloop, and that's kind of representing the grave, like death. Like that person is, is now gone. The old version of them is gone. And as they rise up again, it's almost like God has, has uh, caused them to rise again to life and they are now a new person. So in a few weeks, we're gonna have baptisms. When someone's up here getting baptized, it's symbolizing the old them is gone, the new them is here. God has changed their life, He has saved them, okay? And, and when you're baptized with water, you're totally surrounded by water, like just totally surrounded by it. So let's, let's take that with baptism of suffering now. Totally surrounded with suffering. Oh, sign me up, right? Like this, this sounds incredible. This is just amazing. Like, but that's what water baptism represents, right? It represents death and then life. Death is not fun. Death is not fun. Giving up what you want is not easy. Look, when we have cravings in life for this or, or we want that, and it's like, oh, I crave after this, and Jesus says, actually, no, that's not what my followers do. You don't get to do that. That's tough. That's, that's that's not, that's not easy, but let me tell you something, sometimes suffering or hard times and trials can be the best thing for us. And like a loving father, like sometimes I will say to my son, no, you cannot play with that knife. That is not good for you. Jesus says that to us, no, you cannot do that. And of course he doesn't always understand it in the moment, just like we don't always understand why, why Jesus says, this is what my followers do, we do this. Come follow me, even though it's tough. Um, but, but look at this, in James chapter one, Uh, James is a church leader in the early church. He says this about suffering and going through hard times, difficult times. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Jeez. So when things get hard, God can actually use that as a blessing and as a tool Hard times of suffering actually teaches us to persevere, which leads us to being spiritually mature people, which actually leads us to become the people that God created us to be, to become the people that God wants us to be, to become people, get this, get this, who are not ruled by cravings, who are not ruled by what they want, but ruled by what God wants and what Jesus says. Because we made the decision, I have decided to follow Jesus. I'm not gonna follow myself. I'm not going to lead myself down this life. I am following Jesus. So apparently, we're actually supposed to be thankful for suffering. Oh, my goodness, that is so much easier said than done. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Consider it a pure joy. Oh, goodness. That's difficult, right? But look, it doesn't mean it's not true. It doesn't mean that it's not true. So today is, is Thanksgiving, or I don't, the weekend, or is there official day? Monday? I don't know, whatever. It's around Thanksgiving time, right? So let's remind ourselves of what the scriptures say, that we aren't just thankful for our family or our health or uh, the, the Chick-fil-A that opened in Toronto, right? Oh, come on. That was good. Come on. Anyways, we're also thankful. Look, we're also thankful that we get to suffer for Jesus. That sounds really ironic, but apparently it's pure joy when we suffer hard times and trials and these difficult moments. And it's very backwards, isn't it? It's very backwards than the rest of the world thinks. Um, and, and I keep saying suffering for Jesus, suffering for Jesus. Maybe you're thinking, how on earth do we suffer for Jesus? We live in Canada. We live in the best country of existence. You know, and I, I, I believe that. Maybe it's arrogant. I don't know. I believe that. We're not persecuted like the early church was. We're not in other parts of the world today in 2019 where people are persecuted and dying for their faith. But look, look That's true. But when we decide to follow Jesus, it is choosing Jesus as Lord And with that comes testing and trials and moments. There's going to be moments where there's a part of you that wants to do what you want to do. And this happens to all of us, right? Every every single day, this is what it is. And we know what Jesus wants, but we know what we want. And they they contradict each other. And when our unhealthy cravings kick in and we want to be Lord of our own life, the Holy Spirit, God himself who lives inside of us, speaks to us and reminds us, remember... You decided to follow Jesus. We are different people. We are new people. We have made the decision. I have decided to follow Jesus. And in those moments, we have a choice. Do we give in to our cravings and take the easy way out? Do we say, well, I'm, I'm the boss of my life. I'm going this way. Or do we choose the way of Jesus even when it hurts a little or even when it hurts a lot? And these are the moments where we need to remind ourselves, this is who we are. We are people who have decided to follow Jesus. The old version of us is gone. We are brand new people because of Jesus. He has given us a new life, a new way. We are people who think differently than the rest of the world. He has more for us than the cravings that show up every once in a while or all the time. Look, He has created us to Jesus, something bigger than ourselves, right? And when these two guys came to Jesus and like, hey, Jesus, can we be the best? Can we be the leaders of the leaders? We want to be the greatest in your kingdom once everything's set up. Jesus reminds them about how opposite his kingdom is and how opposite his way of living and what he wants us to live And He, he drives his point home even further with what happens next. So these guys, remember, they come up to him, hey, Jesus, when everything goes down, we want to be the bosses. We want to be the best ones. Even out of like your closest followers, we, us two want to be like the, the best ones. This is what Jesus says. Um, he gives a little leadership lesson to them, right? And he, again, he shows us how God's way, God's kingdom, is so different than the rest of the world. Look what happens. In 41, when the other ten disciples, when the, the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. So it's like, the other, so there's 12 guys following Jesus around. Two of them were like, hey, can we be the best? The other ten fine Bring it, bring it, bring it. Like that's that's always a good time. So Jesus called them together, right? A little power. All right, everyone, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. You know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people. And officials flaunt their authority over those under them. So he's talking about the Roman Empire at this point. And, and let me tell you, the Roman Empire is like, we think we're egotistic. They were also extremely egotistic. It, like, the Roman Empire, you lived life to climb the ladder. Kick anyone else down. Just get as high as you can. That was the way the Roman Empire operated, right? And he says, you know how the officials flaunt their authority over them. Look, look, look But among you, it will be different. Among you, it will be different. Look, the whole world lives like this when it comes to leadership, right? Not with you guys. Why? Why are you different? Because you have decided to follow me. This is my way of doing it. He says this, whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. Whoever wants to be first among you must be a slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man, he's talking about himself, came. For even I came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. And I have that I have that scripture written on my office wall, and I try to remind myself as often as I can as a leader, I am not this, oh look at me, I'm a leader. It's like no, I am number 1 priority. Number 1 who I am. I am a servant. We serve, we put others first. We let others get ahead. We serve. We serve because the kingdom of God is different than the rest of the world. He just drives this point home, right? Of how this kingdom's upside down. If you want to be the greatest, you actually have to be the least. If you want to be a leader, you actually have to be willing to serve. If you want to live the best life, you have to be willing to suffer. To give up what you want most, what you crave the most, for what you need the most, which is Jesus, which is the purpose that he has for you. And that's what I want to leave you with today, is, is simply this, following Jesus is choosing what we were created for instead of what we crave for. Following Jesus means, yes, I had decided to follow Jesus, and I will choose not what I'm craving for all the time. I'm choosing what I was created for, regardless of what that looks like, regardless of what that feels like. And I'm telling you, that's the best life. That's the best life that we can live. And this is so important because it can be so easy, oh my goodness, especially in our society, in our culture, to trade in what we were created for, for what we're craving that day. For, for what we just really want that day, right? The, the temptation is there constantly, just lingering, dangling in front of us. Be your own boss. Be your own Lord. Don't go Jesus' way, go your way. You know, go to, go to church on Sunday, sure. Yeah, go to community group even, but live life for you. Live life your way. And Jesus, His Holy Spirit is reminding us, no, you have decided. Go my way. We were created to serve Jesus, not ourselves. We were created to serve others. We actually were created to deny ourselves and what we want and those cravings. We were created to say, I have decided to follow Jesus even when it means suffering, even when it means suffering. And look, I want everyone to leave today encouraged, okay? I don't want anyone leaving like, oh goodness, what have I got myself into? Oh boy, this is just a life marked for suffering. I don't want anyone leaving... Discourage. I want you to leave encouraged, okay? So I'm not telling you this so that you can say, "Ah, oh, it sucks, what can you do? I don't know. No, be encouraged today, okay? Yes, following Jesus is denying yourself. Yes, there's suffering involved, but look, it is actually an honor to suffer with Jesus and for Jesus. It's, there's actually something so beautiful about it that we're able to suffer with him and for him. It's actually a privilege, and I know that sounds insane. It sounds crazy, but l- let me just explain, okay? Denying ourselves and choosing God's way is is an honor. James said, consider it pure joy. And you might be thinking, how does that even make sense? I want us to think through all the things that we've ever given up for Jesus, okay? So following Jesus, I want us to remind ourselves of that, okay? Every time we deny ourselves, regardless of how much it hurts, I want us to remind ourselves that it was worth it. Let's be thankful, look at this. Let's be thankful that we have a God who is so incredible and so great that no matter what you give up for him, he is always better than what we gave up. Every single time, 100% of the time. So what have you given up to follow Jesus? Maybe it was a relationship. Someone was pushing you away from God and you just knew it wasn't spiritually healthy. And, and, and let me tell you, it was worth it. Be thankful that even though it was hard, even though there was suffering, breaking that off. Maybe, maybe it was a job. Maybe it was your reputation. I think this is sometimes for a lot of us. It's, it's just, it's like, I don't know what my friends are gonna think of me. I don't know what my family's gonna think of me. If they find out I'm like a church person, like I follow Jesus, I'm a disciple of him. Maybe it's that daily temptation that you say no to and say, ah, I really am craving this, but I'm not going to do this. Maybe some of us right now in the midst of life right now, there's something of that struggling, that denying yourself, like I'm going to deny myself. This really hurts. I want to encourage you, keep going for Jesus. Keep following for Jesus, even when they're suffering. Deny yourself for Jesus. He is worth it. He's worth it, he's worth it, and we should choose what we were created for, not what we crave for, okay? So following Jesus, it starts with baptism of water, with water, right? But following him daily, it's actually a daily baptism of fire, of denying yourself. I want to do this, but I'm gonna follow Jesus instead of what I want. I'm doing what Jesus wants, okay? So have you been baptized with water? Good. Now let's go live our lives, our daily lives of baptism of suffering, right? And again, that doesn't have to be as scary as you think, okay? I'm not saying, you know, you're gonna go be in physical danger or something. I just mean denying ourselves. It hurts, it costs us something, doesn't it? Choosing God's way instead of our way. I'll give you a little illustration. Please don't laugh at me. This is not a perfect illustration, okay? It's all I could come up with, (laughs) okay? Um, And and I think you'll get the heart of it. And my old prof before said, not all metaphors walk on all fours, right? So just get the heart of it, okay? Just get the heart of this. So um, when you love someone, it's actually an honor to give something up for that person, right? So I'm going to call up, uh, who, who did I call? You're all at the back, yeah, cause, Yeah, you beautiful people. Come, to, come forward, please, yeah, yeah, you incredible people. So um, I called these, these wonderful people up. So here's just a little illustration for you um, because we finally have time to do illustrations, right? Okay, so um, who's, uh, who's uh, okay, yeah, you, you. You stay over here. Everyone else come over here. This is good. Okay, here, you guys put these beautiful blue T-shirts on, okay? This is, this is just great. This is just amazing. There you go. Okay. There you go. There you go. And you know, I think I think I'm even going to turn this uh, th- or put this nice blue T-shirt on. So excuse me. Hey Chris, how's it going? Nice blue T-shirt, not. Yeah, they say change from. So you guys look good. Wow. Okay. Sorry, sweater. Okay. So here's here's the here's the thing. By the way, change conference next weekend. It's going to be good. Um, Okay. So, we all have blue t-shirts. So, this is in the illustration. This is what it means. Blue t-shirts means you're awesome. Sorry. <laughs> blue t-shirts means uh, you know what's going on. Everyone likes you. You're going to succeed in life. You get to do whatever. Like, you've got it going on. And legit, your goal today, guys, is just you just chill and just succeed. You guys are doing amazing. You have, you have a nice blue t-shirt. That is, that is just am- am- amazing, okay? So if you have a maroon shirt on, though, oh my goodness, and not counting the crowd, just up here. If you have a maroon shirt on, Oh, my goodness. Oh, like, it's, it's bad. So say I had, let's, I'm going to call him my brother, okay? I'm going to call him my little brother. Say I had a little brother, and we lived in a world of blue shirts, where blue shirt was it. That was the best thing ever. My little, yeah, blue shirt, maroon shirt, oh, my goodness, like, the worst ever, okay? But say my little brother had the luxury of wearing a maroon shirt, which is bad. Oh my goodness, that is like the worst thing possible. Oh my goodness, this is, this is terrible. Oh, you got a thrash shirt, that's actually a pretty sick shirt. Sure. Anyway, but say it's like maroon shirt, it's like, oh my goodness, this is, so, this is so bad. And the maroon shirt, we're just so mistreated and looked down on by us blue shirts. It's just like, ha <laughs> okay, point, point, guys. Yeah, oh, that's brutal. He's dancing, yeah, whatever. It's just, oh my goodness, Mar- pfft, maroon shirt. No, it's all but the blue shirt, this kind of thing. Okay, so can you imagine? I'm living life, and I find out my little brother, who I care about, ends up with a maroon shirt. And there's nothing he can do about it. This is just, ah, oh, this is terrible. You know, that's going to cause, and say there's suffering involved with that blue shirt. Sucks to be you, man. If you wear a blue shirt, no suffering, suffering with that. You know what? Since I love my little brother, since I care about him, and there's nothing I can physically do right now to take that off, because if once you got a maroon shirt, that's in this world, okay, that's what happens, okay? You know the first thing I'm doing along with him there? And if I can't help him in that way, this is what I'm going to do. I'm also going to put a maroon shirt on. That's what I'm going to do. And you know what? It's all good. And you know what? In this moment, where blue shirts have it all and this kind of thing, it's so great, this kind of thing, and maroon shirts, are, that's suffering, that's tough. You know what the best thing I can actually do for my brother in this moment when he's suffering? Is to put one on with him and to actually suffer alongside with him. And then even when the blue shirts are now laughing at me. Oh, <laughs> very good, very good. They've been practicing Even though I am now suffering, he was suffering, right? Now I'm suffering too, but look, in this moment, it isn't something that's like, oh my goodness, that sucks to be you. I would never do that, oh my goodness. In this moment, it's like, oh my goodness, I love this man as a brother. It's actually an honor to suffer with him right now. It's actually an honor to get in the same boat with him and say, you went through this, I'm going through this. I'm actually not ashamed to be associated with you, and if that's what your life looks like, then let's go because there's a loving relationship there as as brothers and as family so look it's the same and I know it's not a perfect metaphor it's not a perfect illustration but look, look the point is this Jesus the way of Jesus is suffering sometimes it's difficult sometimes it's it's tough it's un. Unco- it's awkward sometimes right but look It's the same with Jesus. What a joy in this illustration. What a joy to suffer with my friend, with my brother here. Even though it's costing me something. Even though it's costing me a reputation. Even though it's costing me decisions or whatever that looks like. But look, what a joy to suffer with him. And it's the same with Jesus. What a joy. Look, it hurts sometimes suffering for Jesus, doing what Jesus has called us to do, this kind of thing. But look, if we love Jesus, and if we realize how much Jesus loves us, it turns from, oh, it sucks that we have to do this, to, oh my goodness, I can't believe I get to do this for Jesus. I can't believe I get to suffer with Jesus. I can't believe that I get to be associated with Jesus, even though not everyone appreciates that, and not everyone looks kindly at that. I can't believe it's not only I have to do this, oh, I have to do this. It's like, this is incredible. This is actually pure joy associating myself. It's actually incredible. It's actually the best life, okay? So give it up for these guys as they sit down and let me take this off, <laughs> Yeah, keep the straight. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Thanks for that little analogy, guys. So why decide to follow Jesus? Because it's pure joy. We get to, imagine, and we'll bring it home, right? Imagine that was my son Noah. That was kind of the the one that was, that's difficult. That's this, this kind of thing or whatever. Do you think there's even a question? Do you think there's even one moment of hesitation? Where if everyone's kind of like, ha ha, he has a maroon shirt, sucks to be him, you think there is not one, there's a moment of hesitation, no, no, no. The first thing I'm doing is putting that shirt on and saying, no, I'm standing with my boy. I'm standing with him. I don't care what any of you think because I love my son. I love my brother. I love my family. And that's the same thing with Jesus. It's actually a joy to suffer with him, okay? Why continue to follow Jesus even though it involves suffering? Because, look, you suffer with the ones that you love. You associate with the ones that you love why suffer for Jesus because he suffered for us that's exactly what he did with us by the way that's exactly what he did for us God physically came from heaven to earth and he suffered for us he he physically became human Jesus Christ the son of God from heaven to earth He, he, he put on human skin for us He was nailed to the cross for us. And it wasn't just a physical thing going on. There was spiritual thing. He took our spiritual weight. He took our spiritual sin. He put it on himself. And he died on that cross. He suffered on that cross for us. But the good news is, is three days later, he rose again. And look, when we put faith in Jesus, when we believe that's true, when we believe that God loves us, that God sent his only son, Jesus, to die for us and rise again for us, We can have a relationship with God, and and, and I I encourage you, if that's you today, and you haven't made that official decision to say, yes, I am deciding to follow Jesus, what are you waiting for? Go for it. And there's not some fancy, you know, ritual you have to do to get saved first. just right from your seat. You pray in your heart, even now, God, I have faith in you. I want to go your way. And he's there with you, okay? We we would love to know if you're making that decision. We want to walk along with you. Let us know. That'd be awesome on either the blue card or to come talk to me afterwards. And with all this being said, just as we're closing here, please don't think that following Jesus is only suffering. It's not only suffering. It's not, okay? It's actually the best life you can live in. And I have just one more verse for you. In Romans 8, there's a church leader named Paul in the early church. He says this, Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. It's worth it. It's worth it. Following Jesus, it's denying yourself. It's... It's trading in the decision-making ability of where you get to call the shots and you're giving it to Jesus now. It's suffering with him. But, oh, my goodness, what a joy suffering with the ones you love and realizing how much he loves you. So here's my challenge. I'm just going to invite Neil back up. We're going we're to sing um, that, that last song just one more time. So I have just two challenges for you. First off, if you haven't been wa- water baptized yet, I challenge you be water baptized. We're, we already have a couple people signed up for it. We're going to get a big water tank up here, and uh, we're going to have this special moment where it's this symbolic thing, right, where we're, we're dunking yonder representing the old you is gone, the new you is here. God has changed your life, and it's just this beautiful public moment where your t- local church will celebrate with you and say, yes, this is exciting, this is incredible. Um, if you want in- info on that, you can go to mountainside.church/baptism. If you'd like information or you just talk to me after and say hey can can you tell me a little bit more about that we're doing october 27th for a 30-year anniversary it's going to be awesome it's going to be such a party and the second challenge for you um, embrace that baptism of suffering embrace the daily choice of denying yourselves and following jesus when we wake up in the morning we aren't living for ourselves we're living for jesus we're living for what he wants with his priorities we're giving up what we want for what god wants we're giving up what we crave for what we were created for because it's actually the best life and i've done both right i've had i've had moments where i'm like hey okay, god i'm done with you thank you and i've had moments where i'm like okay god i'll, I'll give it up to follow you i'm i'm asking you here today if, if you have not this a chance yet give him a chance or maybe it's been a while you know yeah yeah before i used to do that but not lately i Give him a chance again. Give him a fresh chance. You won't regret it. There's nothing like living for him. The baptism of suffering, suffering with the ones that you love, is actually such a beautiful, incredible thing. It is, and it's life in its fullest. Okay, so we're gonna sing a song. We're just gonna sing that last song, "Build My Life," and it's all about how we build our life not on what we want. We're building our life on what he wants, and we're going we're going His way. So why don't we why don't we stand up? Let's just just for a few minutes. Um, Thanks for leading us so well, Neil. Let's just let's just sing this song, and I encourage you. Maybe you've never sung this and meant it before in your heart. Now is a perfect opportunity to do that. Okay, so let's sing this song to God, and then I'll be up in just a few minutes to close off.
1: Worthy of every song. Worthy of all the praise we could ever breathe Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe We live for you Oh, we live for you Jesus Jesus, the name breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. And holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder and show Jesus, yes. You are the way we choose. You are the one that we choose, Jesus. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Even when it's tough, even when they're suffering, we believe it's the best life.
0: be true to every single person here I pray for those of us who just need that final push to say okay I'll give God a chance God I pray in this moment now Holy Spirit speak to them speak to their hearts speak to their minds show them that you are real that they would give you a chance God for those of us already following you God I just pray for an encouragement that only you can give to us God the kind that we can, you know, self-talk or positive talk, that's all good to do. But God, the kind of encouragement that only comes from you, that could never come from us, that could never come from someone else, that only comes from you, God. I thank you for my friends in the room. I thank you that, that you have given us this chance to follow you because you love us first. And we just return it back to you. We say we love you because you love us. Jesus, I pray that as we leave the building today, God, that that would just stay in our hearts, that would stay in our minds, that we have decided to follow you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. You can all have a seat just for, just for, for, for two more minutes here. Um, thanks again for being here today. What, what an honor to have, have you out, see some, some familiar faces. This is awesome. Um, we're going to take up the giving now. So if you wanna be a part of what we're doing financially here at Side, there's a couple ways you could do that, so check in. Uh, Ushers, you're good to come forward now. Um, We just have some red buckets that you can put uh, either cash or check in. Uh, We also have a laptop set up at the back that you can give or right from from home or your phone or anything like that online uh, you can give. And as they're doing that, I wanna tell you something we're doing in the month of October. Here's some candy that my beautiful wife Olivia and I brought in. So this is what we're trying to do. We are trying to uh, challenge everyone, as you grocery shop this month, if you could pick up a box of candy or a bag of candy or whatever that looks like um, with your grocery store. Um, And what we're going to be doing is every single Sunday we're going to be making a giant pile of candy. Just right there. Uh, it's starting with just that one, but it's all good. Small beginnings, do not despise small beginnings. That's what the Bible says. It's all good. Um, and basically, what we're doing is we have two Halloween pit stops that we're setting up in the community of Binbrook. So, on Halloween night, as kids are trick or treating and walking around at the park here and the park at St. Matthew's School in Binbrook, and we're setting up a booth. We're gonna have free hot chocolate for everyone walking by we're gonna have mascots for uh for some selfies and some pictures and that kind of thing we have a nice big uh, bag of candy that we're going to give to every kid and just just to be kind in the community and we really believe that that god loves this community and a way that we can show love to this community is just by being kind by just by being kind people and just remember what jesus said right by serving by serving people right so that's what we're going to be doing october 31st so i the only here's the catch though the only candy we're giving away is the candy we bring in, okay? So that's the catch. So if we want, the more candy we bring in, the more candy we can give away, okay? So um, if you could try your very best, obviously, no, no pressure, but if, if you are able to uh, just buy a box or bag of candy um, for the next couple of weeks and bring it in, and then uh, it's going to be awesome just serving our community in that way. Okay? God bless you. You're released. We're done. We'll uh, see you next week, same time, same place. This has been really fun. Thanks, guys. God bless.
1: friend it's all worth it in the end but when you got nobody to turn to just hold on and i'll find you i'll find you i'll find you just hold on and i'll find you
0: i'm hanging on by your thread and all i'm clinging to is prayers and every breath is like a battle i feel like i ain't come prepared and death's knocking on the front door pains creeping through the back fears crawling through the windows waiting for them to attack they say don't get bitter get better i'm working on switching them letters but tell god i'm gonna need
1: a whole lot of hope keeping it together i'm smiling